Boy, I like that tonight, don't you? Wow. Thank you, Miss Natalie. Uh, I want you to take your Bible tonight for just a few moments, if you would. And um, this, don't tell my church that I'm going to preach short, because I don't want them to think I do sometimes. But uh, let's stand together tonight and uh, take your Bible and go to the book of Matthew, please. Matthew chapter number 1. And I want to look at one of the names of the Lord tonight, Matthew chapter number 1, and talk to you just a moment, because I believe of all the great names that we see the Bible talk about the Lord Jesus Christ, and no doubt, uh, Miss Natalie just sung about a few of those, Isaiah said a few of those very well, talked about him being that wonderful counselor, talked about him being Prince of Peace and who he is. But look in your Bible, if you would, in verse 23. The Bible says, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. And I simply want to preach a few moments on God with us. And I want you to understand tonight that one of the greatest miracles of all time was when Jesus came, as you know, in the virgin birth. But one of the greatest miracles in this world is that God would become man and dwell among us. Why was it so important that He became Emmanuel, God with us? Let's bow together just a moment. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, I want to thank You for this good, faithful choir. I want to thank you tonight for Miss Natalie that sung. Thank you for Miss Wendy and the accompaniment tonight. It was so wonderful. Lord, I want to thank you tonight for the privilege that I have to just talk about the names or the name here used of the Lord Jesus. God, help us to make much of you tonight. And God, we'll give you the glory. For we ask it in Christ's name. And all God's people said... You can be seated. For just a moment tonight, and I want to share with you a few things I think about. When I think about the Bible saying, God with us or Emmanuel. And I love how my King James Bible interprets this when it says, which being interpreted is God with us. The Bible makes it very clear that we understand tonight that God, God Himself, became man and dwelt among us. I think it's important to understand tonight. I think it's important for the world to understand tonight that in that manger, he was just as much God as he was in heaven, as he was on the cross, as he was at the tomb, and as he will be when he comes back in the rapture of the church. He was just as much God in that manger as he was anywhere else. Now, I want you to think about the importance of why God came to us. I think it's pretty obvious tonight when you think about Emmanuel, the first thing you have to think about is God came to us in salvation. God came to us in salvation. Matter of fact, His very name, when you think about Jesus, Savior, when you think about that, you understand tonight that God came to us in salvation. When I think about the word Emmanuel, I think about one verse tonight, and this is it, or one thought, and this is it. 
did. When I could not come to where he was, he came to me. Frank, can I tell you this? The God of heaven stepped out of glory and he and his son came down into a little girl, uh, a young woman uh, uh, that was a virgin. And I believe without a doubt uh, that God came to us because he knew uh, that we could not go to him. And I want to say this. Why did God have to come? Because if he didn't come to us, we were never going to get to him when he come to salvation. I'm glad tonight I'm saved because Christ came. I'm glad tonight I'm saved because salvation came to where I was. I was not looking for God. Matter of fact, even uh, then in that time, uh, this world was looking for a different kind of king. And in our day, I was not looking for God, but I'm glad he was looking for me. Why Emmanuel? Because he's God in salvation. Why Emmanuel, second of all? Because he's God in supplication. Let me explain what I mean. The Bible says in Romans 8, 34, Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God. Who also maketh intercession for us. Do you understand all of this goes back to the Levitical priesthood? The very fact that the high priest would go behind the veil and behind the veil he would present the blood first for himself then the sins of the people. Do you realize when that high priest did that, he did it year after year after year and he'd always go and he'd always make this blood offering of lambs and goats and bulls and lambs and goats. He'd always make this offering because it was something was continue every year. Jesus came to this world, lived a perfect sinless life, died on the cross of Calvary, took his blood back to the mercy seat of God, placed that blood on the mercy seat of God, and when he placed that blood on the mercy seat of God, he said this word, telestai, which is simply saying it is finished. And the Bible says he sat down on the right hand of God. Why is Emmanuel so important? Because he came to where we were. He was tempted just like we are. He went through the trials just like we are. The book of Hebrews said we have a great high priest in the Lord Jesus Christ. He's making intercession for you and I and literally he's praying for us. The Lord's prayer is actually not even our Father which art in heaven. That's actually a model prayer. The Lord's prayer is John 17. In John 17, the Lord prayed for us. He prayed, I know they're in the world, but they're not of the world. He prayed to God, keep them from the world. Well, guess what? I'm glad on the right hand of the Father tonight. I'm glad He's still praying for me. I'm glad when I go to Him and I don't know how to pray, as I said Sunday, and I don't know what to say when those groanings come. I'm glad when I don't know how to pray and what to do. I'm glad the Lord is ever present. Why? Because He is Emmanuel, God with us. Amen. I don't have to go down and go in the Superman booth. I don't have to go and call somebody father who doesn't have any children. I don't have to go to a man. I don't have to buy a flower on a corner. I don't have to sell a magazine. I'm glad he lives in my heart. I'm glad he lives in my life. I'm glad he is there. I'm glad he's Emmanuel, God with us. You see, Emmanuel, he's God in salvation. 
Emmanuel, he's God in supplication. I'll say this tonight. In, in being Emmanuel, he's God with us in the storms. You got to understand when the disciples went through storms and Jesus come walking, he came to where they were. He came to the storm where they were at. And friend, because he was I've had people say this to me in the last several weeks. We've, death, we've dealt with death of, uh, of a church member, a, a faithful, loving church member. Uh, we, we dealt this week with something that could have been so much different than it turned out. Uh, we've dealt with other things. And you think about this, and people make this statement. I've had people make it to me the last two or three weeks over and over again, whether I was in a hospital, funeral home, wherever I was at. Here's the statement they made to me over and over again. I don't know how people make it without the Lord. Can I say this to you tonight? I don't either. Because I'm telling you, I'm glad he's Emmanuel in the storms. I'm glad he's God with us in the storm. Friends, sometimes you may not see him. You may even wonder where he's at. But as my dear friend from years ago in the truck driver special used to say, somewhere standing in the shadows, you'll find God. I'm glad God is there. I'm glad God is with us. He is Emmanuel. Amen. So I want to say tonight, he's God with me in salvation. He's God with me in supplications. When I pray, He's right there. When I go in my guest room and spend time with the Lord in prayer, He is right there. When I pray in my office, He is right there. When I'm driving down the road or driving around 77, around Charlotte, He is there. Hallelujah. I want to say without a shadow of a doubt, He is there. He's God in my supplications. He's God in my storms. Many of you know that. Many of you know that. What better way to help you with a storm by going through storms themselves. He's God in the storms. Then I want to say this tonight. He is God when it comes to my strength. Emmanuel. He is God with me when I need strength. He is God with me when I need strength in my life to go from day to day. Here's what the Bible says. Watch these words. The Lord, Psalm 18, is my rock and my fortress. And my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I'll trust, my buckler, the horn of my salvation, and my high tower. Wow. You know, he's Emmanuel because we are never alone. And that means we don't never have to be afraid. God with us. Now I'll say this to you tonight. This time of year we celebrate the birth of Christ. We talk about uh, Him coming. And you've got to understand this tonight. As I said Sunday, I'll say often, He did not come to live, but He came to die. He came to die for our sins. And He did that. But He also died for your sins tonight. So if you're in this auditorium tonight, and if you've never been saved, Christ came to die. I'll never forget one of the sweetest, I, I think it was Christmas morning, Brother Carlton, right, if I remember right. A gentleman I went to high school with became a professional fisherman, bass fisherman, a tremendous at it, and traveled all over the country, bass fishing tournaments, and, and he, he became very good at it. I think he was giving boats free and rods and reels, and, and we're not talking about no Zepco you can buy that Walmart. We're talking about a whole lot of money for them things. But I'll never forget one Christmas Sunday morning, just like we're doing this coming Sunday, we had, uh, we had service that day. And Carlton came to church that day. And when he came to church that day, uh, he came 
and uh, took off that day on a tournament Christmas day and he came that day his wife brought him that day I hadn't seen him hardly since high school and Carlton Turrell gave his life to Christ Amen. got saved that morning man you talking about a Christmas morning here a guy was getting saved that I went to high school with and God changed in his life you know what God did with him put him on a bus route Put him helping out in super church. You know what he found? He found tournaments that were on Saturdays. He found tournaments different times, but he was at church on Sundays. You know why? Because it was God with him. Friend, I'll tell you this, you don't want to take God anywhere he don't want to be. So if God's with us, you want to make sure you go to the right places. Amen. Now I'll say this tonight. Don't you get a hold of what I'm saying. Understand this tonight. If you've here and you've never been saved, you can make that same decision. On a Wednesday, on a Sunday, it doesn't matter. Monday, Tuesday, it doesn't matter what day of the week. If you've never trusted Christ as your Savior, I want to say this to you tonight. He came so that you could. None of us were good enough to get to Him. But praise God, He came to where I was. He became, He took upon Him my sin my sin, so I could be saved by the wonderful grace of God. And I will say this tonight, I am so thankful for God Emmanuel. I'm so thankful. Amen. If you're here tonight after the communion service, and you haven't trusted the Lord as your Savior, we'd love to speak with you. Someone around you would love to speak with you, talk to you about the Lord and about what He can do in your life. The greatest day of my life is when he came to me. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Say, preacher, what do you mean he came to me? That Holy Ghost came to me. I promise you. Let me know I was a sinner and that I could be saved.